This is 680 CJOB. Not a bad weekend. Hey, kids. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Later in the show, Krista Hall and I are going to preview an interview we did a couple months ago before COVID-19 struck. And we were at Frankie's Italian Kitchen with Power 97's own Joe Aiello. They have been doing curbside pickup and delivery, and now their patio is open, and their restaurant is going to open next week. But up first, Joseph Shaban, owner of Shaban Ice Cream, the world's best ice cream. I'm going to say that because I'm married to Salty Salty Carl. That's my that's my husband. Salty Carl. He's so good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How are you, man? We haven't seen you for a while. I'm doing well, thank you. Um, like All was, things considered, right? Yeah, like, I, you know, whatever the teachers want, as much money as they want, <laughs> I take my kids back. <laughs> How many do you have? How many kids do you have? I have three kids. Three kids. <laughs> so right now you're a full-time teacher and a full-time yeah. ice cream shop yes. owner. Well, I got three new employees and... They, now they start hating the shop. They don't. When they say who wants to come to the ice cream shop, none of them want to come anymore. <laughs> the nerve, you know, the nerve, the nerve of kids. I'm telling you. You know what? Let's talk about first. You know, let's fill everybody in who who don't know about Shaban ice cream. It's my. It's like heaven on earth. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let, let's give them a little bit of background, a little uh, Cole's notes history of your uh, ice cream shop and how it came to be. Sure. We opened in December 21st, uh, 2017, and uh, it was the first day of winter. We were, my background, I'm a cheesemaker and a dairy scientist. So I was like, let's make unique ice cream. And we were at a position at that time where we had to open in the wintertime. And we're like, we got to make the best of it. And... We had a really good opening, and I was so fortunate when I look back at it right now because if I didn't open in the winter and say I opened in the summer, I would have been uh, shut down within like a week because we would have ran out of ice cream. In December, we were running out of ice cream like crazy, and I was like, what's going on? Who knew so that? It was actually a good blessing. <laughs> yeah, who knew? Who knew that success could sink you? You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, but it was good that slowly, slowly, we January, February, like just the volumes went higher and higher, and we were prepared because we had the equipment to keep up with the demand. It was just the logistics where we get a store or ice cream uh, was the problem, but we figured that out really fast. And we, we had a really good two years. Like like all companies, we, we struggled with the cash flow in the winter time, but uh, we were really looking forward to the summer because we really thought we had a good plan on uh, – exceeding a really good cash flow and our business plan. Uh, we started selling to Sobeys, Safeway, Co-op, Vita Health, and our volumes were increasing. And we were really looking forward to this summer because it would have helped our cash flow really well. And uh, I think we would have finally like uh, not go to a negative through the whole winter. 
because we I, we had a good business plan, and then the pandemic the pandemic happened, and it was it was like we were one of the first to close our business because we care for the safety of others, and so we, we a lot of people were asking me why are you closed, and I'm like why are we not closed? Like we got to think of elderly, and we got to think of. Uh, people's sake, you know? Yeah, but the ice cream, man! The ice cream! (laughs) (laughs) Salty Carl! (laughs) Yes, and I was getting harassed for the Salty Carl, I know. (laughs) But uh, we we, we were fortunate to stay alive because, uh, like I said, we were selling in Sobeys and Co-op. The demand for that just skyrocketed because you couldn't come to the shop anymore. Oh, you know what? That's nice that people couldn't get it, uh, you know, from, from your shop, but they needed to get yeah. it. Right. That's nice. Yeah. I was just shocked on the demand that the Luca, they distribute our ice cream <laughs> all across the city. And it just jumped like double and triple. And then, and then that was me and Chris, uh, that was me and Krista, by the way, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I think it was <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> then, uh, well, I, I think you, I don't, for the people that don't know, I have two other partners in my business, uh, Daryl Stewart and my wife, Zainab Ali. And we had a, we have weekly meetings and we were sitting down and we were saying, what should we do next? Because it's not, the wholesale uh, business is not going to cover us for the summer and it's not going to cover for our salaries. And uh, we still had one staff member on board and how are we going to cover their wages? So Daryl was talking to one of his friends and he said, what about an ice cream club? And a lot of people mentioned this since we opened an ice cream club to us, but we never really thought about an ice cream club, like an ice cream. Who thinks of an ice cream club? Everyone thinks of wine club or cheese club. Sure. Yeah. And plus you're, you're doing what you're doing successfully anyway. So it's kind of hard to think of, yeah, branch out and do that when you, when you're rocking the store, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's exactly how, yeah. Joseph Shaban, owner of Shaban ice cream is on the main ingredient today, along with guest host, Krista Hall, and we'll be right back after a break. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Joseph from Shaban Ice Cream is our guest today on The Main Ingredient, and I'm also joined by guest host Krista Hall. Before the break, we started to talk about the new subscription service they offer, so we will continue the conversation. We said, okay, let's let's do it, but we got to do it right. That's the most important part. And we, got, we found a really cool app uh, that let us track how many customers we have uh, if we complete those orders or not. And Daryl took that task and he's done really good on that part. And he, he calls himself a dispatcher now because he's never <laughs> seen himself as a dispatcher. <laughs> Does he have a headset, the appropriate gear to go with it? Yeah, with, with, with a microphone, he just walks around all day with that on, right? Well, <laughs> you know, you know what happened was I say thank God that he, he he actually does need the headset. I think he does need a headset because 
ever since we launched we launched this ice cream club last week it took us about three weeks to uh develop it uh then test run it with our little core customers and we, we did that it went well so we were anticipating maybe between 60 to 80 su- subscribers that would join us and we were like well if that many subscribe we can work from that and we can build on to that and it would be a success for us in the first day we we got 200 uh, subscribers <laughs> and so, wow yes that's yes. awesome that is amazing congratulations well th- thank you thank you so much and we launched a week ago today now we're at 800 so you you're here to announce you're never opening the shop again is that what you're trying <laughs> So, so can we back up? What does uh, ice cream subscription entail? What does that mean? So, well, we we took that whole aspect of skip the dishes, DoorDash, and Uber out. Like we said, we don't want to use those uh, companies because we want the customer to really experience the ice cream experience and the Shaban experience, which is really good customer service and caring about our customers. And we didn't think that those other platforms would give that to our customers. So we said, okay, we'll do the driving. We'll hire our staff back and they can uh, deliver the ice cream. And by signing up and having like, you can join for one month, two months, three months, as long as you like, and you dedicate yourself to two pints a month, and you can always choose other flavors. Every month you can choose the different flavors you want, and it would only be $20 a month, and it would be delivered to your house. And that's how it, that's how it started. We wanted to start on a basic platform, and then we can build on to that website when people start to order and it started off really well and we're hoping like every day we're getting new subscribers and we're getting better at delivering and meeting the timeline Uh, this first month was like really hectic because we didn't expect 800 subscribers that's ridiculous that is that's that's it, over the top. It is, ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, yes. I, again, you're a guy who number one is I, I love the way you run your shop. I love the way you run your actual business itself. Like you're you're really good at it. The marketing, everything about it. The product Thank rocks. You. Like you you know that salty Carl. I'm not even kidding. Like people, only you and Krista know that I'm not joking when I say this. This is like the best ice cream ever. I don't care what is out there. I I can't I can't even express that enough. So you saying the only thing that's going to sink your business is too much business because it's just it's so good. That ice cream is, you know, I I, I might as well just I might as well I might as well just work for you. You know what I mean? Like I could literally tout your the praises of that ice cream 24 seven, especially that Carl is just I can't even believe how good that is. Have you Kevin, have you tried anything other than Carl? Nope. No. no, so you even have you have to try the, no, the anything other than salty. They're all so good. No, no, 
Okay, the, let's go back to the ice cream. So the subscription, the subscription service. Yeah. So you have your basic, your your tip, your regular flavors that you offer. Yeah. Then do you have yes. other flavors that you add on to it? Like, do you change Definitely, it? Yeah. So right now, like an example, right now we have uh, rainbow and Haskap with uh, chef goat's cheese inside that I made. Mm-hmm. And that it's really beautiful. It's a nice taste. <laughs> uh, so those are the two future flavors uh, right now. But, you know, it, it was surprisingly be, uh, what happened when we launched. Uh, we do have one vegan option, which we call Glen Coconut. And then, you, you know, the, you, you know, when you say that people speak and you have to listen. <laughs> and so many requests on they want dairy-free options they want dairy-free options and i was like how come we only have one or two dairy-free options like at one time we should have like five and that's what we're working on right now so it's going to be really interesting because they're really cool flavors and uh kevin He's got to be surprised. One of the dairy-free options is going to be a salty Carl version. <gasps> salty Carl dairy-free. Dude, that is yeah. – that's mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Like, I think you you walk on water. That's next, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, insane. <laughs> you know, and the, the sad thing – okay, this is going to sound really bad. The sad thing about salty yeah. Carl, because I had – Krista bought me a uh, jar of Salty Carl, and I ate the entire thing in one sitting. I thought I was going to die. My stomach was <laughs> so full. But, man, that is – that's insane. So you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned because uh, I found these – we're all about uh, the environment and recycling. And that's why we package our ice cream in a glass jar. Yeah. And I right. found these 190 ml glass jars. So for a single serving – so stay tuned. Ah. Oh, nice. Oh, no, 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 but that's not enough. It's not enough, bro. It's not enough. I, I was I was in your shop getting a salty Carl milkshake, and some dude came in there with a backpack. I'm thinking he's coming from some kid from school. He had the backpack because he had about 20 jars in there that he was returning. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> like, how much does this? How much ice cream do you eat? Like, really? Who am I to talk? That guy just made me feel better about eating a whole jar of Shaban ice cream in one sitting. News, weather, and sports, and then back with more talk about Shaban ice cream. Kevin Bergen, Krista Hall, and Joseph from Shaban ice cream. Last segment, we were talking about the dude who returned a backpack filled with their ice cream jars. <laughs> you know, so so that's now on hold, right? We can't. You're not no longer taking obviously the the jars. Will that return yeah. towards the COVID? Yeah. Because I've actually got a mudroom full of jars right now. <laughs> we, and beer. We tell our customers, keep those jars. Uh, as soon as uh, the COVID is over, uh, we'll take those jars and we'll refund them as well. Okay. That's awesome. So, again, this is my job now to take us back to the topic here. Because um, I'm, I'm not good at it right now. I just, it's not, it's so not, not good. All about, it's not all about Salty Carl. <laughs> Yeah. Can people increase their subscription and have 
more than yeah. once a month to like level up yeah you know so, what i'm saying that'd be so good this is this is this this is actually that's a really good question for kevin so the more you buy so you start at 20 dollars for two jars but the more you buy the cheaper the jar will get so you can go as uh, once you hit like 10 jars you can go down to seven dollars a jar oh really yeah yeah. I'm, I'm signing up right now. Like I, I literally am. <laughs> you guys can keep keep on talking. Oh, you got to log in. Okay, I got to log in. I got to make an account here. Here we go. Yes. So um, now, of course, the province has started talking about easing up on some of the restrictions, and you guys have a patio. Do you anticipate that you'll be opening up your patio, or is it a little bit too soon for you guys to be talking about that? Yeah, it's a little too soon for us. Like, just on our personal point, like, uh, every business is different. But I think it's too soon for us. Right. And Fair enough. We just want to be safe because we know as the weather gets hotter, it's impossible to have an orderly line where people are going to stay, like, a meter or two meters away from each other. For sure. Right. Yeah. There's, there's just more people. Yeah. Yeah, like... You, I, I don't. You guys been there in the summertime? It's it's packed around the shop. Yeah. Is it really? So, it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hang on, hang on. So we have to make some arrangements that when we're back in order and you're back up in action, I can't wait in that line, bro. I can't do it. Well, you, no, because you're <laughs> subscribing, Kevin. Oh, you're gonna have. Yeah, but there's always a time when I want to go in for a milkshake. I like. I, have you have you have you had their milkshakes? They do it up. Like I can't yeah. do that yeah, myself. The, the double car, yeah. yeah, dude. Double and it's <laughs> so I have to go. Then if there's a lineup, the I'm taking yeah. someone out. Like I'm not, I'm not waiting for Carl. Right? He's calling my name. <laughs> you know what? What's really nice with the the platform that we are subscribed to for the delivery service. Uh, once we do decide to open up, our first step will probably be uh, Windows of each customer. So each customer will have a five minute window inside our store. Right. And then, and then they, they will tell us ahead of time what they want. And then in that five minutes, the order will be ready. And then the next person can come in. So everyone will have like a five minute window into the shop, right. but they will probably first, first steps will probably subscribe online and pick a, pick a time window for that customer. That's, wow. a, yeah, that's a good it's, idea. You know, it's a good idea, but it's it's interesting to hear. Like things are really changing, and it's going to be a very different uh, environment for everyone. You know, when this when this really settles down. So, but I'm yeah, super. I, I mean, you're you're thinking about it, and I'm so happy that you've come up with the subscription um, option because because if your store closed, we'd have a problem. We'd have a Kevin would be in full meltdown. You'd have, you'd have, you'd have a, you'd have a you'd, I'd be like, I'd show up at your house. It wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> How does the delivery work? So when when you order, do you, is it deliveries every like the same day of every month, or how does that work? How do you balance that with everybody? Eventually, the like what we worked on. We're fortunate that there was a lot of subscribers, so we can break down the whole city into zones. And it's just this month right now where it's uh, a little bit unorganized, we can say, with delivery time. But 
the next month it's going to be much better where we'll assign like say monday and north end tuesday uh east and then west going forward we'll it's almost like garbage pickup right <laughs> it's like recycling pickup right you just you could you could maybe <laughs> plan it on the same day so everyone so, knows you got so many customers you got to do it like the city <laughs> <laughs> yes and then eventually we'll be able once we deliver your ice cream and we'll be able to pick up those jars you have and then we'll give you a credit for those jars as well hey that's cool that's cool man like right to your door yeah. right get it all done that's 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 an essential yeah, exactly. service Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, so hey, let's remind people, let's give them all your information and remind them, you know, your website and how they sign up for the subscription service. It's genius, by the way. Thank you so much. Uh, just go to shabanicecream.com and scroll down where it says get started and then then create an account and go from there. So if you are vegan or dairy-free, lactose uh, intolerant, uh, we're going to just be patient. We're going to have five new dairy-free options for you guys. And believe me, they're going to be really good. And just stay tuned. You're making it so that no one on this planet cannot eat your ice cream, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yes. The plan. That's the plan. That's the pl- just take over the world. Joseph, just take it over. That's, that's the plan. That's- <laughs> I said it once, and I'll say it again. Shaban ice cream, man, they are killing it. I've eaten way too much of their product, way too much. A preview of next week's show with my homeboy Joe Aiello from Power 97 and the owner of Frankie's Italian Kitchen on Sterling Lion Parkway. He's up next. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the main ingredient. A couple months ago, I had the privilege of going to Frankie's Italian Kitchen on Sterling Lion Parkway to eat and hang out with our own Joe Aiello. COVID-19 came along, so I had to postpone airing the interview, but since their patio is open and their restaurant is about to open, I think it's time to air this interview. Of course, I have my usual sidekick, Krista Hall, and I have my foodie friend, Valet Pinasuk. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Krista Hall here. Valet. (laughs) Valet doesn't have a last name. She's like Madonna. (laughs) I love it. We are at Frankie's Italian Kitchen with an icon, and that doesn't mean old, Joe. Okay? It does mean old. It doesn't mean old. It means someone who's been doing something right for a long time, and now you're into a new venue. Well, new to us. Yeah. Right? Um, how are you? Good. Radio's been good to me over the last 32 years, so we just kind of expanded into a different brand, I guess, and the restaurant business. But you are a big brand. Joe Aiello is who we're talking to. Um Let's talk about, first, let's give a little background. You can tell everybody who you are, those who sure. don't know. Just uh, a local Italian-Canadian uh, kid from the West End of Winnipeg that uh, wanted to get into radio at a very young age and uh, was blessed to do that and actually still able to do that in my early 50s. So I'm kind of happy about that. And uh, now able to uh, own a restaurant with my cousin, Raf. Something we talked about at a very young age as well. And he's been in the restaurant business since he was 13. Wow. So uh, it was time to do that here at home, even uh, though he lives in Vancouver now and started this concept there 10 years ago. How did you guys connect to actually get this concept going? We've been close, like growing up. We went to school together and uh, and just these were just kind of family dreams, right? I mean, we grew up in a pretty close-knit family where... 
socializing and eating were obviously hand in hand with a lot of European countries, I think, or most uh, big families. So we used to get together at special holidays anyway, and that was sort of the concept that he started in Vancouver because he moved out there in his early 20s and created this. We named the place after uh, my great-grandfather, Frankie, and uh, and you'll notice in all the locations, there's three of them now, and we have one in Chilliwack too, but it's all family pictures, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of Sophia Loren pictures talking about icons, just because, you know, the line, everything you see, I owe to spaghetti is pretty awesome. <laughs> so, But yeah, it. it's based on basically uh, Italian comfort food and just the way the room is kind of set up. It's it seems a lot bigger the building on the outside, mm-hmm. and then when you get in here, it's pretty cozy, right? Yeah. So, how long have you been open? Uh, just under two months. So you know we've gone through uh, some kinks, obviously, like any new business, but uh, our staff has been very good at uh, learning from some mistakes, and uh, I think uh, we've created a pretty enjoyable atmosphere. A lot of people love the building. Uh, we've been told they love the food, and uh, I think they get a comfy feel of being in here. Mm-hmm which is really what we were going for. So that's good. Right. So you've had a long run, a very successful radio career, and yeah. you've, done a, you've done a lot of things. So what, was it a lot of convincing for you to get in the restaurant industry? Or it's not like you're not busy enough. No, I had to convince the bank and uh, my <laughs> financial guys. That was the hardest convincing that I should be doing this. No, it was, I think at some point, and I, like I said, I've been lucky. Like radio came to me at a young age. This is what I wanted to do. And how young? How young? Oh, I was probably seven years old, talking into my mom's turkey baster or wooden spoon. <laughs> I always say the wooden spoon was going to get used one way or another, and I preferred to use it in a hand to talk. <laughs> totally. If we're talking the seventies, uh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and and even the restaurant. I still remember uh, going to school. And when I went to school, you each have your own desk, and you'd have to make a name tag. And I remember making a thing called Joe's Place. And then my cousin, especially getting into the restaurant game so many years ago, like he started at McDonald's and then ended up washing dishes at the Fort Gary Hotel and worked his way up from that. And I'm very proud of him. And then when he came up with this concept in Vancouver, I went to test it out and I fell in love with the food. So, okay, once you know the food's good. Right. And I obviously have enough trust in a guy that he's the restaurateur. I'm just a radio guy that I think was smart enough to invest in a good concept. And that's basically, it had to happen here at home because we're both from here and we're big family guys and all our family is here. So, right, so he's, it's he, kind of neat. You're both from here, but he's in BC running. Yeah, yeah because the, the original Frankie's location is downtown Vancouver. Then he and I opened one up in Chilliwack okay. just because he has some businesses out there. So we found some land out there. And then this opportunity came here just off Sterling Line. And it's been a wonderful location for us because there's really nothing that close to where we are here right as far as as that goes but it was just kind of fun knowing that two cousins that grew up more like brothers were able to do this later on in life because we had talked about it for so long so it's been an interesting year getting it going building it and uh it was funny because we didn't do a grand opening my cousin is more of the let's celebrate anniversaries than maybe an opening Mm -hmm. so we did a, a family i guess soft opening for a lack of a better term and i spent i think the whole first hour of greeting our relatives saying it's not going to be as good as yours aunt it's not going to be as good as yours grandma you know so it was kind of an interesting discussion so and believe me if you can pass those tests that's about the best filter ever (laughs) 
Okay, so for people here, yep. obviously you had had conversations with your cousin and you know what the concept was going to be yep. you know, from the start. But people here who know you, you yep. know, you obviously you're at the radio station, people knew you were going to open a restaurant. They didn't know this restaurant would be what it is now. Maybe they thought it was going to be a smaller yep. mom, mom and pop restaurant. So how did that go over when you finally opened? Yeah, I think, well, most of our family, I think, were amazed at how big of a project it was because I grew up in the West End and so did my cousin. So we were used to, like, um, more blue-collar settings, I guess, growing up. But most of our meals would have been done at home anyway. Like, if our family went out, it was for a special occasion because you weren't going to beat mom's cooking and no, not one of us was going to insult mom and not want her cooking, right? right? So oh. even on Mother's Day, that was the best. Growing up in an Italian house, and I'm sure others, it was like, uh, can we take you out for Mother's Day? <laughs> you think anybody's <laughs> going to touch my cooking? It doesn't even happen. We'll just you get know, your present. Yeah, it was easier that? to get out on dad's. which. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those deals. And um, I, I think what people were expecting is probably just more of a blue-collar, smaller venue with just old-school recipes, even though our sauces are based on our family recipes and obviously changed over the years a little bit and tweaked, right, with more of a, I guess, an urban vibe with the building, right? But it really is a comfort food. Like a lot of the stuff on the menu, uh, most of it is made from scratch in-house, so it takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, the recipes, the sauces were all about flavors and experience. I think that's probably what sets us apart from maybe a chain mm-hmm. or, or, or other Italian concepts. And we have a lot of great Italian restaurants in town. For sure. Mm-hmm. I just think our vibe is a lot different than what anybody else offers just because this originated in the West Coast. So it probably has a different look because of that too. Was there another consideration for location or this location came up? No, we looked at a couple of spots, but we kept coming back here to this area. I mean, you always look to see if can you buy land or what's the lease going to be like. But this area is is just growing. Hugely. Right. Remember back in the day, there was nothing nothing. here. I can't believe how much it's changed Changed. in the last two months. Yeah. Yeah. And what we're finding, too, is a lot of people, because we're actually more centralized than we are that far south compared to some of the other uh, chains that are already out off of Keniston. We're finding that we're covering a lot of ground out here. Charleswood, mm-hmm. Lindenwoods, White Ridge. That's I mean, I'm getting people from East St. Paul and West West St. Paul too. That's a 40-minute ride door-to-door from Transcona. You can come. But Winnipeggers are getting used to a 30, 40-minute drive. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not mm-hmm. Toronto. We're not Vancouver where they'll be in their car for a couple of hours. But years ago, Winnipeggers weren't going more than 20 minutes, <laughs> right? No, and now, because of urban sprawl and everything a lot of people are coming from different areas so it's been good okay you know what? we're going to take a little break but when we come back we're going to talk about how you came up with the menu I'm, I'm assuming that since you have a big italian family and there's tons of recipes how do you narrow it down to what's going to go on on your menu sure that was a preview of the interview we did pre-covid 19 with joe aiello morning show host on power 97 and owner of frankie's italian kitchen Tune in next week to hear the rest, but for now, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening to The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.